Welcome to Love From The Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show was created with the intention of helping others to help and love themselves. You will hear me spotlight amazing souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I've hypnotized on an online edition of Love From The Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. Poyamo in Greek means war. Polemomania translates to the addiction to war. This is nothing recently discovered. However, the unique truth about the psychology of war is anything but ordinary. Many are looking at polemomania as a mental illness, a disorder brought about by the extreme level of stress and trauma. War journalist Sebastian Younger spent a lot of time with soldiers in Afghanistan in a combat-heavy location. He writes, Civilians balk at recognizing that one of the most traumatic things about combat is having to give it up. War is so obviously evil and wrong that the idea there could be anything good to it feels almost like a profanity. Younger says that you are not scared in combat. You are scared before and after, but not during. The rush of adrenaline keeps you going and feeling almost invincible. He claims this is the rush that most young men seek. Aside from the chemicals that are released in the brain during combat, which is not just in the killing, but also in the defending, another reason for this addiction is the brotherhood. Younger describes this as more than a friendship, where you put the welfare of the group before your own. The New York Times writes, The adrenaline produced by combat and the brotherhood that combat can generate are as addicting as heroin, and for some, it makes everything else in life seem boring. So why do soldiers who return to their home and loving families still feel depressed, out of place, alone, and missing war? Aside from that addiction to the adrenaline, not returning to a brotherhood at home makes soldiers feel alone and uncertain about the everyday people around them. This inner conflict leaves them itching to go back because, as Younger says, war is easier than that alienation. But what if there was perhaps even another reason why soldiers long for combat? What is it that combat forces our soldiers to do? Be fully present, right? What happens when we are fully present? According to Eckhart Tolle, a spiritual teacher, we miss life or deeper consciousness when we are distracted by life situations. These life situations Eckhart defines as your finances, your job, your dwelling, your health, your family, and your relationships. The only way to dive deeper than your life situations is to be completely present. So maybe... Soldiers in combat are not circling this thing called life, but rather diving right in and in turn are fully in touch with life, themselves, their consciousness, and spirit, because they have no choice but to be fully present. And maybe the reason soldiers struggle to fit back into society is really because they are having a hard time regaining that connection to life, themselves, or consciousness again. And that connection, I believe, is truly the most blissful feeling, greater than any addiction. Today, I have the pleasure of having former Marine and transformational life coach Jared Bull on my show. He will not only be sharing what he gained from combat and where that has led him to on his path today, but also later on the show, we will open up the phone line so that he can assist you with his transformational coaching. So stick around after this quick break. 
Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today, I have the pleasure of having former Marine and transformational life coach, Jared Bull, on my show. And he is joining us via Skype from Boulder, Colorado. Hey, Jared, thanks for being here today. Hey, Sakura. I'm really excited to be here. It's a pleasure. Yeah, and happy birthday to you. Thank you. <laughs> so you had mentioned to me prior that combat was a blessing for you. What, mm. what did you mean by that? Yes, so I think there's... All throughout time, uh, combat, war, human human civilization and humans have had a, a kind of dualistic relationship to it. While there's a lot of horror and chaos there, but there's also a lot of gifts that combat can bring. Um, appreciation of life, more depth, more wisdom. Uh, I mean, this is told throughout the Iliad. The Iliad is a really big piece of Greek literature that we're familiar with here in the West now that goes into this. Um, but for me, being a blessing, it was really about I just valued life so much more after it. I saw the fragility of it, um, the camaraderie that you form with another with like with a band of brothers and how close you are to other people. You experience a camaraderie with others, with the human condition uh, that you can't that I haven't found anywhere else in society. Hmm. And so for me, it was a blessing in the sense that one, I valued my own life more. Two, I valued the human condition and the fragility of it uh, on a whole nother level. And then finally, it's I think I just I value human connection way more. Recognizing how important and critical human connection is to happiness and well-being, it's huge. And this is why so many of the guys who either get out of the military like myself or who even uh, stay in it, like that's the thing that they really value is that sense of human connection. Since I got out, I've had to work through this and it still comes up for me at times, but I also see it with a lot of um, other friends where they're searching for that sense of camaraderie, but mm. in our society, it's really hard to find that level of close connection, togetherness um, out there in, in our regular world. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's why for me, um, I would say combat, there there was a blessing to it, a huge blessing. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it, it seems almost ironic to say it brought you closer to a human connection, right? <laughs> Battling right. other humans. But um, did you also feel like it brought you closer to consciousness? Yes. Good. So two things there. The first thing I, I do, I think it's ironic, one, that it brought me closer to humans and the human condition. Uh, you would think it'd be the opposite, right. you know, uh, killing and, and going down that path. Like it's, it's the ultimate disconnection. You're, you're killing your, you know, your fellow man. 
Uh, but in reality, there is an incredible, just even in that act, there's an incredible intimacy, um, an incredible intimacy. And it definitely takes a toll on the soul. It took a toll on me for years. And I mean, it's not something that I struggle with now. I've, I've worked through all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, it does bring a sense of uh, sacredness to human life. And I'm sorry. What was what was the the first question? I, I, there's so much stuff that's coming through oh, for me sure. that I want to share. No problem. Well, you answered the question about the irony of it, but mm-hmm. as far as bringing you closer to your consciousness. Yes. Okay. Great. So, um, you know, in the spiritual circles, we talk about being present, right? In mm-hmm. mindfulness, and mindfulness is really big in the business world. I actually teach it to some some companies. I, I allow their employees to become more present, and we see productivity and efficiency and clarity go up with mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So mindfulness has been on the rise for the past 50 years, starting with the research of John Kabat-Zinn. What's amazing to me is mindfulness in combat is you have to be fully present. You have to be fully mindful how we describe from a, from a spiritual perspective, how we describe mindfulness is being 100% present uh, with what is, accepting what is in this moment here and now, not being in the future, thinking about what it is that you have to do, not being in the past, thinking about what's happened, not going into story, but being fully present mm-hmm. in combat. And this is one of the reasons why I see so many people, you know, I had so many friends who just they couldn't cope back in society and they wanted to go back to combat because that was where they found uh, a sense of bliss, purpose, and they it gave them something. It fed them something. And I believe that comes from being present. When right. you're in combat and you're fighting for your own life and you're doing it with your comrades, there is no identity. Your ego is completely gone. You lose all sense of self. There is no you. Mm-hmm. There is no past you. There is no future you. It is complete survival. Yeah. And so in combat, and it's so interesting because if you look at combat and then the definition of spirituality, um, I, I, I see them occupying the same space. Combat or any trauma uh, where your life is being threatened, the, the curtain or the threshold between life and death is very thin. And that's really all spirituality is. Spirituality, I look at it as just another word for uh, the unknown, beyond physicality. And the more you become mindful and the more you delve into spirituality, whatever that means to you, the closer you come up on that veil between what constitutes life and death. Mm -hmm. And so there's this correlation that I see between being mindful and completely present and totally 100% there with no ego, feeling blissful, feeling connected, having no ego, and being connected to something greater than what you call as myself. Mm, wow. Does, well, is that, does that resonate? Does oh, that yeah, make no, sense? absolutely. I mean, it had a lot to do with my opening. I just feel that there is a spiritual aspect to combat, which also seems kind of ironic, right? Just like the human connection. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break. But remember, if you would like to call in and get some free coaching from Jared, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. 
Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. U-R-A, skinandmind.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Conversations Live with Vicki Sinclair airs live every Monday at noon. And now you can also catch the show during drive time at 6 a.m. every Friday. Hear from New York Times bestselling authors, innovative business leaders, cutting-edge health and wellness professionals, award-winning journalists, filmmakers, explorers, and adventurers. Tune in to Conversations Live with Vicki Sinclair, Mondays at noon Pacific time and Fridays at 6 a.m. Right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget this show airs right here on KKNW every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. Today, I have the pleasure of having former Marine and transformational life coach Jared Bull on my show, and he is coming to us via Skype from Boulder, Colorado. And remember, if you are wanting some free coaching today in any area of your life, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Jared, before the break, you were talking about the spiritual aspect of combat. So I wanted to ask you how many times you were in combat and where? So I did two deployments to Afghanistan in the Helmand province, and the first combat deployment was incredibly intensive. We had about a 50% casualty rate as a company. And then the second deployment I did was in 2011, and that was a lot more settled. It was more, it was the rebuilding phase of, 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 the, of the second deployment. Okay. And you had an opportunity to go back another, another time, correct? Yes. So it was twice total. So the first time was in 2010. And then I went back again for another eight months in 2011. Okay. And then what happened after that? 
So after that, um, I got back and I left the Marine Corps. I did my four years enlistment there. And then I went into um, college and I started writing. I wanted to understand my war experiences on a deeper level. I wanted to understand the politics behind everything. I had a real interest for, you know, what was all this about? You know, what did I just do? What was the purpose of it? And I, I spent school. Uh, yeah, I went to school for about three, three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Why did you leave the Marines? So for me, um, a lot of the experiences I had in combat, they made me question why I was serving. Um, mm. I'm, I'm very patriotic and I believe in, a, you know, in our country and I'm very thankful for everything uh, that, that this country has afforded me. It's afforded me so much, but there was some, I didn't agree with some of our overseas uh, policies, which I really wasn't aware of when I went in. And so I started realizing that there was more to war you know, the whole oil, money, all the, all, you know, corruption. And I, I saw that. I saw that at the ground level. And when I started seeing that, I said, I don't feel like I'm serving my country. I feel like I'm serving someone else, a you know, a, yeah. an oil tycoon someone or something like this. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't okay with that. And it didn't sit well with me. And that was a really hard truth for me to acknowledge. But it was the, it was the necessary one. Mm-hmm. And so how was it coming out of the Marines? Did you have any issues, any... Yeah, it was pretty intense. Um, I mean, I was seeing a therapist while I was still in after I got back from my second deployment and I was on medication. And then by the time I got out, I was just so exhausted. I was so exhausted, but I did feel better because I I was like, okay, finally I'm out of that energy and I can go to just school. And I'm so thankful. You know, one of the things that I'm really thankful is we have the GI Bill in this country. And that's just mm-hmm. amazing. Like the GI Bill pays for your school. It pays for your housing. It's just amazing. So I didn't even have to work. I still worked on the side, but I didn't have to. And, you know, I was able to use my GI Bill to go to school and really learn and mm-hmm. understand what was happening, what what happened in the past four years of my life. I really just took college as an opportunity to kind of deconstruct my, my experience in the Marine Corps and what mm-hmm. that was really about. Okay. And was that also the beginning of kind of your spiritual Yes, absolutely. So in about, I think it was in 2013, uh, I got out in January of 2013. And then I went to school right away that same month. And about a year later in 2014, I decided to take a semester off. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. Mm -hmm. A little confused. And so I spent like six months just writing. I was like, I really want to become a good writer. I want to write about my experiences. And about two and a half months into my writing, I was on this hiatus, just completely separate from everything. Um, I had an awakening. I was sitting at my computer and I was writing about a war experience that was really intense and it was pretty emotional, but it was also like I was making a lot of meaning from it. And I felt this energy just going up my up my spine. And all of a sudden, the energy went up my spine. It went out my head. My light above me went out. And the computer screen went out. Hmm, wow. And I was put in this whole other state of consciousness. And I was like, what is this? Uh, and I, no, I was so confused. I was just in a totally different state of consciousness. I had never experienced that before. You know, I never experimented with drugs or anything at that point. So I, I was always, you know, I only ever had ca- like caffeine 
but I was in a totally different state of consciousness and everything became brighter. I started seeing more. Um, I started becoming really, really sensitive after that. And that was the beginning of uh, me delving into a deeper spirituality than mm-hmm. what I had known through religion. Okay. Yeah. Cause you, you had told me that you grew up very religious. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And I was really questioning all of that when I, when I got out of the Marine Corps, um, I was really questioning all of that because of some of my experiences and I was really passionate about the Bible and Christ and learning, um, but I was seeing some inconsistencies. So I I left my faith that year as well. Hmm. Wow. So how did you end up then in India? Oh, great question. (laughs) So, um, well, that unraveling process, you know, all the trauma started coming to the surface, trauma from combat. Then once I cleared a lot of that out and that there's still some of that in the body, I think, but once I cleared a majority of that out, then trauma from childhood, um, all the different types of traumas, initiative traumas, which are those traumas that we're not aware of. It's mm-hmm. just that we have a natural need and it doesn't get met. And so there's trauma there, but then there's also commissionative traumas where you're actually, things are committed against you. So I had all these things coming up and um, I remember at the time, I think this was about 2016, I was dating a woman and I moved to Pittsburgh to be with her and I was about to get, I was about to ask her to marry me. I sold my motorcycle to buy the ring and (laughs) my awakening was just full blown. I mean, I was passing out. I was having all these energetic experiences. I was so confused. And I was in college and I had one semester left and I couldn't do, it was like, no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, even though I wanted to be in the relationship, I couldn't be the person that she wanted me to be. I could yeah. barely finish college. So, um, I, after all that went down, I said, I just need a break from everything from American society, from college, from everything. I don't care that I have one semester left. I'm taking a break. And so I went and I traveled to India and Thailand and I just took a break from everything in the world. And I spent six months in the mountains, uh, living, living with these yogis. Uh, it was an ashram called the Isha ashram Mm -hmm. and it was the most highly, highly energetic place I'd ever been to. I mean, I was in, uh, cleansing pools all day. I was meditating three or four hours. I was doing yoga and it was just like, I was just, my whole body was purging, just Mm -hmm. purging. And it was just the most amazing experience I had. And then I got back to the U S and I was like, well, I don't know what to do, but I know that I have to do something with all this experience. And that was when I started my YouTube channel. Okay. So let me go back to India for a moment. So you were saying Mm -hmm. you had told me while you were there, you had no shoes, no cell phone, (laughs) right? No connection to your family or anyone. So, yes. So the ashram that I was staying at, um, they're very, very conservative. Um, it's a, it's a pretty well-known ashram, but it's very, very, they keep it high energy. So there's no drugs, no alcohol, no, you know, it's, it's, they keep it as high energy as possible. Hmm. And so, uh, being there was, yeah, being there was like, I was just bathing in this super high energy and I just didn't wear shoes. I didn't wear shoes for her yeah. the whole time. I just walked around barefoot and, um, constantly you know, I grounded. Wore, I, what's that? You were constantly grounded, constantly grounded. Uh, mm-hmm. the food, all the food there, I think like 85, 90% of it, it comes from the land. So you're eating off of the land. So you're actually, you're building a relationship with the land by the food that you're eating. There's no separation, mm-hmm. no disconnection. Um, so that sense of connection was just so present and it really just stayed with me 
mm-hmm. for, I really stayed there for six months until I felt safe with that connection. And now it's just a part of my consciousness. I always pretty much feel connected to everything mm-hmm. or, or when I start feeling disconnected, that's when I start reaching out and connecting with people because human connection is so important yeah. to health and happiness. Absolutely. So it sounded like you were shedding all of your identities. Oh, totally. Purging yeah. everything that you've ever thought of yourself to be. Absol- absolutely. Yeah. And that's a that's a constant process. I mean, yes, yeah, sh- I shedded my Marine Corps identity. I shedded my spiritual identity, even that, um, you know, because I did form a little bit of a spiritual identity when I was in college. I was like, oh, I'm the spiritual person who's waking up. And these are just college students who are 18 and just shedded every ego identity there. Mm-hmm. And um, it all just kept falling away. It yeah. just kept falling away and falling away. And even, you know, now I've been doing YouTube for about two years and you know, I have about 23, 24,000 subscribers. And now I'm getting ready to uh, not do that as much. And it's just constantly shedding identities. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> with life. I wanted to touch on too, you had told me about a spiritual experience that you experienced in India. Um, mm-hmm. And can you briefly explain that? Yes, beautiful. So, I mean, I had a number, a number of experiences uh, when I was there, but one of the one of the most, I think, salient ones that sticks out in my mind was I was doing yoga. It was early in the morning, about 6 a.m. I would always do yoga in the morning facing the mountains. So there's the Belagrati Mountains. They're like 13,000 feet. So beautiful. And I was facing the mountains and I was at the I was at like the the foot, the feet basically of the this mountain and I was doing a yoga routine and I was doing this one routine called it was it's called Angamardana and it means annihilation of the limbs. It's basically like the P90X of yoga. So if you think about doing yoga moves but super intense, high fast pace, so you're stretching and ripping open the ligaments and the tendons, really opening up wow. the body. Okay. And so I was doing this and all of a sudden I felt this crack at the base of my, at the base of my, or right, right in the forehead, right behind the center of the forehead. And then I started tasting this really amazing honey. And I had read about this, uh, I think in the yoga tradition, they call it Amrita. Um, other literature, ancient literature describes it as the nectar of gods. Um, but it's like the pineal gland has this chemical that, when a certain energy hits it, it will release and it, it tastes like honey. It tastes, it tastes like ambrosia. They call it ambrosia. Mm-hmm. And when you taste it, you just go into complete bliss. And I went into complete bliss for about 15 seconds and it was the most blissful 15 sp- seconds of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I experienced this ambrosia coming from my pineal gland, dripping down into my mouth. And I mean, I told after that, I totally understand why, you don't need anything outside outside of yourself. Absolutely mm. nothing. No yeah. food, no water, no yeah. drink. It was like I totally went beyond the physical. Mm-hmm. I was still in my body, fully grounded 100% in my body, but my consciousness was just so blissed, wow. blissed out. And I remember having that experience and thinking, you know, if I locked myself in a cave for the rest of my life and I was feeling this, I would be... Content. Oh, way more than content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that was just a really amazing experience wow. that I had. Well, that, thanks, uh, for, thanks for sharing that. Oh, well, I don't yeah, mean to interrupt. With, I don't mean to interrupt, Jared, but we're going to have to take a quick break. So remember, if you would like some free coaching after the break from Jared, feel free to call one eight 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 two nine eight KKNW or four two five three seven three five five two seven. On this weekly skinny, I would like to talk about free radicals. 
Free radicals are unstable molecules with an unpaired electron. They are caused by external factors such as pollution, UV light, cigarette smoke, and environmental stress. Your immune system will actually create free radicals to fight off infections, but they can also damage healthy skin cells. In excess, free radicals create cellular destruction. One way their effect can be minimized is with antioxidants. Antioxidants used topically help the mitochondria of the skin cell perform key reactions, regulatory processes, take in nutrients, and provide energy for the cell via ATP production. Let's discuss some antioxidants and what they lend to the skin. Vitamin C treats pigmentation and sun damage, stimulates collagen, offers natural UV protection, and is essential for skin immunity. Vitamin B3, or niacinamide, helps treat uneven skin tone, is anti-inflammatory, and promotes hydration, skin growth, and cell renewal. Vitamin B12 helps with DNA synthesis, energizes skin, and releases growth factor deficiencies. Vitamin B5 helps with inflammation, wound healing, and is antimicrobial. Beta-carotene can be converted to vitamin A, which addresses and repairs the damaged DNA of the skin cell. Lycopene, derived from tomatoes, is a natural skin lightener. Lutein is a blue light protector, helping with damage to the skin done by computer screens. Witch hazel binds proteins together, is antimicrobial and a vasoconstrictor. And green tea is anti-inflammatory and is a big reason why there is not any melanoma in Japan. When you are looking for a product to help with free radicals and repair damage, look for these ingredients. It also depends on how these ingredients are sourced as well as their delivery mechanism as to whether or not they will actually change the skin as well as not harm it. Environ knows the importance of using antioxidants on the skin and uses these antioxidants and more to help not only make the skin feel better, but look better as well. If you would like to find out more, email me at sakura at sakuraskinandmind.com or call 206-730-7429. Experience. One word that can mean so much, especially when it comes to working with a realtor to buy or sell a home. The only thing better would be to have an experienced team guiding you through the process. Hi, I'm Beth Phillips-York. And I'm Ray York. Together, we own the York Team, part of Keller Williams Real Estate. We are here to help you with your next property transaction. I have over 14 years of experience selling local residential real estate, investment properties, and homes just like yours. I'm also known as the Ghost Broker. Over the years, I've managed several residual energies at the properties we've represented or sold to clients. So if you need that service, I can help you as well. For my part, I have worked many years in new construction, land development, and with builders. Combined, Beth and I make for a powerful team on your side. So put our wealth of experience to work for you. Selling a home? Get a free property evaluation and market analysis with the York Team Real Estate. Buying a home? Let the York Team Real Estate exclusively represent you and your interests. Log on to yorkteamrealestate.com. That's yorkteamrealestate.com. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. I would love to know how I'm doing. Today, I have the pleasure of having former Marine and transformational life coach on my show, Jared Bull. And he is joining us via Skype from Boulder, Colorado. And remember, if you're wanting to get some free coaching from Jared, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, hey, Jared, before the break, you were talking about your experience with India, and you had mentioned that your YouTube channel was then born, correct? Yes, absolutely. And so how long have you had, and how long have you had your YouTube channel again? 
So I've had my YouTube channel for about two years now, um, and I'm not nearly as active on it as I used to be because work has taken me away from um, doing a lot more in-person work now. But mm -hmm. that was that was how it started. That was how the whole transformational coaching process started. Okay. Yeah, that was the, the answer to my next question was you started a YouTube channel. Was it primarily for coaching when you started it? <laughs> no, I had no intention. I didn't even know what coaching was, actually. What I... Really, I just started the channel because I just wanted to share with people what it was that I was going through because I had no idea what was happening for me. I was in this transformational process myself and I was like, man, what is happening? I'm changing emotionally. My beliefs are shifting. What's happening? So I, and I was learning about relationships, um, you know, so many different things were coming down for me and I just was, it was like my mind was going a thousand miles a minute. So I just started sharing and creating content around my own life and what I was going through. And then people just started really resonating with that. I mean, I think the first video I made, now it has over 180,000 views. Hmm. <laughs> the first one I ever made. And, um, and so what was it, was it about? What was your first video about? It was, it was just about uh, Kundalini awakening and the awakening process itself. And I mean, so many other people are going through this as well. And uh, this whole transformational process, uh, it's, it can be incredibly, it can be incredibly intense. Okay. So then transformational coaching was then born. How, yes. how did that come about it, through the channel? Right. So at first I had more of a spiritual, uh, view on the channel. I think I called the channel, the mystic guy, and I didn't change it to transformational coaching till early last year. And that was because, um, I really started, I wanted to work more with business oriented people, entrepreneurs, transformation is always happening in life. It's happening when our businesses fail. It's happening when our businesses succeed. It's happening when our relationships fail and succeed. And I started realizing that life is just life and there's always transformation happening and it's not, it doesn't, you don't necessarily have to have a spiritual connotation to it. And so um, what I started doing was I, I just started saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to change this to transformational coaching because this is what I'm guiding people through when people are going through hard times or they want, even if they're not going through hard times, you know, a lot of people that I work with are successful and they're doing great. They're just, they want to go to the next level and succeed even more, whether it's in a relationship or their business. And so that takes more support. You need mm -hmm. to reach out for some more support because anytime we do a push in our life, where we want to make it better, uh, you're going to come up against resistance and it's natural. You're going to face problems, issues. It's just a natural part of life, but being resilient, that's what I'm all about is showing and sharing with people how to be resilient is about learning to set up systems in place. So when those roadblocks do come in, you can cruise right through them. Hmm. A lot of the reason why people turn around and don't create the type of life that they want to create for themselves is because they don't have the right support systems in place. And so then they never try. They say, Oh, maybe I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it next year or 2000. And they, and they just, they cope, they just never get around to it mm -hmm. because they've already made up in their mind that it's not possible. But when you have the most successful people that, that I meet that I'm realizing more and more and I'm adapting more of their traits is they have support systems for everything that they do. There was, and that's what creates the resilience. Mm -hmm. They don't, they know that problems are going to come. That's just a natural part of life. Problems mm -hmm. are a natural part of life. But when you set up systems in place to help you move through those problems quicker, all of a sudden those problems aren't difficult. They're not hard. They lose that power to keep you down. Right. Right. And that, that was my big experience with coaching. I mean, when I experienced coaching for the first time, 
I was like, why is everything becoming so much more easier? Everything. <laughs> uh-huh. So do you find then worth working with more successful people that they've kind of learned to route around themselves? Because I do believe that we become our biggest obstacle. So that's what's lovely about this process is our, yes, uh, our, what we call as myself one is our connections. Uh, mm-hmm. So your thoughts and your emotions are coming from essentially the human being is an input output machine. What you put in, you're going to put out, you know, what you put in your body, your body, you create with your body. If you eat bad food, your body, you know, starts not being nice because <laughs> right. you're eating bad food. It's the same with your mind, your mm-hmm. thoughts. It's the same with your emotions. So when you have a connection with a coach or a person who's feeding you um, good connection and not just motivational, inspirational stuff like most people think, coaching is so much more than that. It's actually questioning people down their belief systems and their patterns. You know, I was on I had one of my clients, Jen, um, she came to me. She was overwhelmed and stressed out a little bit. And she was like, I feel like I deserve more at my job. And I said, okay, well, what's keeping you from asking more for what you're worth? And she said, well, that's a great question. I guess I never really asked myself that. Hmm. And so then we went into that. We unraveled that belief system. And then in two two weeks, she made $25,000 because I was able to uh, help her negotiate a new salary with her boss. Hmm. And it's like people don't think that they have that power. They don't think that they can do that. And, or There's, that self-worth, really. Or, or that self-worth, right. But yeah. when you have someone in your life who can truly listen to you, not just like a therapist, the, the People sometimes get confused with coaching and therapy. Coaching is about championing and challenging, holding people accountable to the highest version that they see for themselves while giving them love and care and holding them in a safe space. Mm -hmm. So yes, in one way, you're being a therapist, you're holding safe space for them and you're listening to them, actively engaging, but two, you're holding them to their future self. Therapy is about integrating the past self. Coaching is about integrating your future self and the person you know you can become, but you just don't have the support systems yet to, mm. to, to fully embody that. Okay. That's a great explanation. So you had told me that you provide more than just traditional life coaching, though. Can you elaborate oh, yeah. on that? Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I did do shamanic work for a year. After my awakening, I started feeling the shift in energies and I started feeling the flows be- between the different chakras. So... I think a lot of your viewers or listeners or anybody who's tapped in knows the different chakra systems, power mm-hmm. chakra, you know, Anahata chakra, the heart chakra, Vishuddhi, the throat. So all of our chakras, they have energy that flows through them. And how energy flows through these chakras determines how we think, how we feel, which creates our experience of life. And so when I work with people, I'll feel into the different energetic centers and what's really coming up, coming up for them. And so, for instance, if a person comes to me and I hear them using victim language, victim language, saying like, oh, my gosh, you know, my boss is just overwhelming me with work. He's not fair. Well, then I immediately right there, I know that's a I ask them, hey, what's going on in your stomach? Do you have stomach pains? And they're you, most of the time they're like, yes. And that's because they're out of their power. The the Manipura chakra is the power chakra, and that's connected to our stomach and our gut instinct. And so mm. I'll feel the flow of that, and I'll be like, oh, your flow through the Manipura or the power chakra is a little down. Let's go into that more. And then we'll go into that space. I'll ask more questions about what it is that they're really feeling, what's coming up for them. And then we'll open that up energetically through energetic work, That, but also just asking the right questions and, and, and unwinding that. Mm, okay. So does, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but do they need to be open to the energy work in order to shift? Um, the, so the great thing about it is most people 
if you're a good coach, you know how to open people up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it really doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, they might, they might not be open to it, but if you know how to open people up, um, then that energy is coming in, whether they really like it or not. But if chances are, if they're willing to speak with you and they're calling you and they have an issue or a problem that they're dealing with, mm-hmm. um, then they're open to it because that's, they're seeking you out. Right. Um, you right. know, so it's what, what the biggest thing when it comes to this is opening people, people will only open up when they feel safe. Mm-hmm. So when you make a person feel safe and they, you calm their nervous system, they feel relaxed when they feel relaxed, then they share what it is, what's really going on for them. And that's really where, uh, that's really where your power is as a good coach is making people feel safe, maybe making people feel heard and listened to. Mm-hmm. So then you can actually go into their inner experience of life and start shifting that for them through questions. You know, I, I say questions, questions are like a quest and literally <laughs> the prefix is in there. Quest. Right. Yeah. You're going, you're questioning people on their life and how, what their experience. So you can shift their experience with them wow. and they do it. They do it themselves. They don't even realize it. It's just having the right person who knows how to ask the right questions to guide them back into their inner wisdom. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's terrific. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but remember if you would like to ask Jared any question about some free coaching, one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. Experience. One word that can mean so much, especially when it comes to working with a realtor to buy or sell a home. The only thing better would be to have an experienced team guiding you through the process. Hi, I'm Beth Phillips-York. And I'm Ray York. Together, we own the York Team, part of Keller Williams Real Estate. We are here to help you with your next property transaction. I have over 14 years of experience selling local residential real estate, investment properties, and homes just like yours. I'm also known as the Ghost Broker. Over the years, I've managed several residual energies at the properties we've represented or sold to clients. So if you need that service, I can help you as well. For my part, I have worked many years in new construction, land development, and with builders. Combined, Beth and I make for a powerful team on your side. So put our wealth of experience to work for you. Selling a home? Get a free property evaluation and market analysis with the York Team Real Estate. Buying a home? Let the York Team Real Estate exclusively represent you and your interests. Log on to yorkteamrealestate.com. That's yorkteamrealestate.com. Taking care of your skin's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A-Care.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. 
trust your next earth moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Left from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today I have the pleasure of having former Marine and transformational life coach Jared Bull on my show. And he is coming to us via Skype from Boulder, Colorado. So, Jared, I wanted to ask you, what sorts of issues do you see people for with your coaching? So, yeah, first thing, I don't want to, I think the verbiage there is important to address. I like saying more like challenges because okay. uh, issues, <laughs> it tends it tends to have a negative connotation like, oh, you got, that person's got issues yeah. or that person's got problems. See, but you're really, coaching me already. That's awesome. <laughs> right, That's right, exactly. So uh, language creates our world. I was an English major in school and I really learned how our language shapes our reality and our thoughts. So challenges is a better word because challenge if you look at just the energy that you bring in when you say a problem or an issue uh it can give way to victim thinking oh i got this problem oh i got this issue but when you say challenge you say oh cool like you can hear it in my voice it's just oh i got a challenge coming up i'm excited to figure this thing out Mm -hmm. and rock it (laughs) that's awesome okay so So what kinds of challenges (laughs) So uh, I mostly there's there's three types of people that I have reach out to me. One are artists and artists are in this interesting space where some of them are successful entrepreneurs and some of them are not successful entrepreneurs, but they're really good artists. Mm. Uh, So I have those types of people reach out to me. I have entrepreneurs who reach out to me. Uh, You know, one of my clients, Kevin, right now, he owns an electric company down in Florida. He's going through the awakening process and I've been doing conscious leadership work with him. And it's been really, a, it's really been a, an amazing ride. Um, so yeah, entrepreneurs and artists are really the main da- demographic that I like to work with. Uh, wow. Just because I find that they're the most expressive and the most creative. Mm-hmm. Running your own business can be one, of, it's one of the most creative acts that we can do. All human beings are creative, but um, being an entrepreneur and an artist, you definitely have to be incredibly creative. And you're you're faced with a lot of challenges, building structure, building containers around uh, your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So can you share with my listeners re- very briefly your five key principles? Yes. Okay. Five key principles. Um, and this is, I cannot claim this as me. This was something that I learned. And then when I learned over time, I actually was doing research and I found out that it was already out there. So I cannot claim this as my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did or merely just stumbled upon it. But I'd say the five key principles, if you really apply this in your life, whether it's in your relationships, because all life is relationship, business, romance, friendship, 
master relationships and you will master your life. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to. Mm. So the five key principles, the first one is listening, uh, really active listening, being with a person. We don't listen in our culture. We hear, but we don't listen. Real listening is engagement, hearing what a person has to say and then responding back accordingly. Yes, I'm hearing you, confirming that you heard them, and then diving deeper into it. Our culture, we're running around, we're checking a million different things. I get caught up in it too, um, but it really comes down to being present with people, really listening for what's being said, not just listening for words, listening for tone of voice, inflection, looking at body language, all that is incorporated into listening. Mm -hmm. That's the first one. The second one is honesty, openness, being forward. What makes life stressful and anxious a lot of times is because we're not actually be fully open and honest. We're scared of hurting another person's feelings, someone that we love, God forbid, if we have an honest conversation and we don't speak straight. We're just not real with other individuals. Right. And the more real you are uh, in your life and in your relationships, there's no, you'll see there'll be less dancing. A lot of people dance and beat around the bush and it's just, it just doesn't work that way. It's it, life becomes more confusing. Then you're second guessing yourself. You're second guessing them and you get caught up in the mind. Mm -hmm. Number three is uh, being supportive, really being supportive of everyone in your life, holding the highest vision for everyone that you see. That's one of the things that I constantly practice in my life. Every single person that I come across I, I look for their greatness. I look for the potential that can come out of them. I, great coaches, not even just great coaches, uh, visionaries, uh, people who move things, movers and shakers of the world. They can look at a person and they can see the potential within them and then they hold them accountable to that vision and that's it. Mm. And they don't hold them accountable through fear. Uh, they just hold them accountable through being supportive, championing and then challenging them. Hey, you're, I know you're better than this. I know you can, I know you're more. Yeah. It's just, and it's there. I can see it, but you're just not allowing it to come out. What would allow you to bring that out more? I, I asked myself this question. I asked that question to other people. Okay. We are already enough. We're already perfect. We are whole. But the great thing about being in a human body as a, as a spirit is that there's so much more that can always come through come through, mm -hmm. uh, endless creativity with spirit. Uh, then finally is honoring commitments. This one is huge. I still have two, two, one more after this honoring commitments, uh, really being committed to sharing with people. And this is something that I have to remind myself because life gets crazy and chaotic and I have to realign with this. But when you tell a person you're going to be at a place, be there on time. Uh, when you tell a person that, you're going to do something for them. Mm -hmm. Make sure you do it. That builds trust. Um, so when you honor your commitments, people trust you. And when people trust you, they feel safe around you. And when people feel safe around you, they depend upon you uh, right. because they feel safe around you. And that that's part of being uh, responsible, a responsible human being, a responsible leader, whether you're a father, mother, mm -hmm. whether you're a business owner. Um, but it, it, it just comes down to, you know, being, being responsible and honoring the commitments and the word that you take with other people. Okay. And by responsibility, I mean the ability to respond, responding to the situation, uh, however you feel is right. Okay. And then finally, I know we got, we're cutting off here, yeah. <laughs> uh, acknowledgement and appreciating, just acknowledging and appreciating people for everything that they are and what they've been through. Yeah. And every human being on the planet deserves to be acknowledged and appreciated. I don't care what you've done, what you've yeah. been through. Um, you know, I've had to do crazy whole things in my life that some people would think were horrible from war experiences mm -hmm. to other things that I used to not be proud of. And this, 
every human being is a has a reason for why they are the, the way they are. So just acknowledging and appreciating well, people. That, that's great. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell my listeners how they can contact you for a coaching session and also let us know if you have any upcoming workshops or programs. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. So if people want to get a hold of me, uh, you can check out my website at www.transformationalcoaching.co. That's transformationalcoaching.co, C-O, not .com. I couldn't get .com, so I just want to make that clear. I do have a couple workshops coming up here. I have one on the science of social media coming up here in February and um, in Boulder. And then the next one is going to be on uh, March 13th as well. That's coming up here in Boulder. And then also I'm running a 16 week online group coaching program starting April 15th. And that's for anyone who wants to build a business online, whether they're a coach, whether they're a consultant, maybe they're an artist, it will give them the ability to, to start up their own passion, uh, full time and, and do, do, do what I'm doing and share their passion and their, their experience with the world and learn how to monetize it. (laughs) Great. Well, thanks again for being here today, Jared, and happy, happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Sakura. It's been a real pleasure. I appreciate you hearing me out and giving me a voice for these things. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you again to my wonderful producer, Eric, and you, the listener. And you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And remember, if you are interested in being hypnotized on an online edition of Love From The Hip and sharing your experience with listeners later on the air, or have any questions or comments, then feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love From The Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com.